Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yes, all right, let's get it. Fastest show on MLB, absolutely anywhere, call to the pen. It's the Twin Towers with me, the big boss man, and the Hakeem, the African Dream. Yo, my boy, MLB Dream, at MLB Dream, who works for FTN right now. Before he says a word, everyone, maybe the sharpest better. And I know this guy's wildly, he, he's too modest to admit it. He's wildly outperformed me in these last two seasons. So you want to win, like win, right? People come to me to learn. When I want to win, I go to Dream. Yo, Dream, what's cracking, homie? What's happening, man? Don't let John bullshit you guys. If I have a question or don't no. understand something or if I'm confused by a pitcher, John's usually the guy I go to, man. You One made my working. point. You just made my point, homie. You <laughs> made my point. When we want to learn, you come to me, that's fine. When I want to win, I go to you. Honestly, I've learned so much from you watching you not only create content in the space, but um, kind of how you act, like the way you – you know, I've taken on a bit of your kind of no-nonsense, right? I show my work, and I don't want to hear it. Don't complain to me. I don't want to hear that shit. All right, everybody. It's yeah. a guest show. It's dressed out <laughs> Friday. I don't have a collar on. I feel like a million dollars. And the neti pot knocked out like a, a quart of gunk from the front of my forehead, and I feel like I'm going to go flying. Let's just let's just tip the cap to the degenerates waiting up in the comments at 12 noon who love to gamble. Oh, my goodness, man. Nick Johnson, 89D Rock, Steve Dub, Fire Sports, OPMG, Michael K. Yeah, love this. Can't believe it, yo. Sickest career. And we were saying off air, and, and this is hand of God, this is the truth. And before I get started, Dream, stop me when I start lying. You were talking about the sharpness of the comments. It really is the truth. I say this all the time. This isn't like people looking for every wild long shot to create some million dollar parlay. These are people that are talking about regimenting risk and balancing totals with overs and like playing smart and stuff like that. So, Dream, talk to me, man. Before we get started, because we are going to go fast, I'm going to let you do most of the talking. I'm hurting. What's up, man? Talk to us about the season. Where can people catch you? You know, promote yourself because your your work is the, is the shit. Oh, man, I appreciate it. You're too kind, dude. Um, over at MLB Dream, do about three or four free articles a week that you can check on Twitter that I'll put out, and uh, do occasional shows with our guy Meanie that you know that everybody loves. Um, pretty good start to the regular season. Was actually up about 37 units, lost a good chunk of that over the last week, had a couple of really rough days. So sitting at about 20 right now, but man, I know that you preach volume and, you know, maintaining, lowering your risk. And that's something that, you know, I'm working with and, and trying to get better at. I was down, I'm always been a high volume guy just really quickly. And I've been got back down to about five to seven plays. And now with the strikeout props and all these pitcher props, I'm liking it's, it's really increased my volume again. So it, it's just tough to kind of leave stuff off and just kind of stick to the, the stronger edge stuff. You know, it's funny you mentioned that I, I have noticed my own success has tracked the amount of volume. And it's not because we get smarter. I just don't know what's going to happen. So if I have to guess one event, it's harder to guess right then 10 and to get them you know half of them right and hope the odds take care of themselves all right everyone let's do it it's a full slate we're gonna try to be quick again i gotta try and shorten some of this stuff i just love to talk you know so first up it's lefty on lefty violence mariners and tigers marco gonzalez matthew boyd i've kind of been into the boyd resurgence i mean that's pretty much been it for me 
Also, right now, Seattle offense is kind of in the tank. It feels like a good time to kind of go after them. They've also really struggled against lefties. Seattle 263, Team X Woba against lefties, which is really, really poor. So I think I'm looking at the Detroit F5. Give me, I know I'm going to go with that because I know it's around. It was at least even money, right? Yeah, I, right, I don't so hate that. even we, money on that. Dream, now it's all you. Go ahead. We've seen a bunch of money come in on Detroit. I think they opened Seattle opened around minus 135, minus 130, and something in that range. Honestly, I'm close on Seattle. Um, if this number continues to drop, I'll probably will put in Seattle money line. Uh, but for now, I'm with you on Boyd, right? Like, he's a guy that we've liked for years, and he's finally healthy, and he looks pretty good. He has the highest swinging strike percentage since 2019 for him, lowest C contact of career. Um, he's gotten hit pretty hard by righties. So actually in this one, I went um, over on his four and a half Ks. Um, this is kind of a spot that I've been kind of looking for him. Seattle, I think, is up to about 28 or like 29% strikeout percentage versus lefties. And I think that's only increased over the last couple of weeks. So I think that's the best look for me there. And I don't know if I'll end up on the um, Mariners just full game money line. Oh, you're going up against me. You want the Mariners for the full win. <laughs> Although, I will, I'll tell you what. I'll be honest. There's a reason why I said F5, and it's the bullpen. And Seattle has a distinct edge back there. So, even if it's a one-run game after five, where I'm pretty happy I cash my F5 bet, I don't really feel confident. So, I do kind of hear you. I do kind of hear you. I've just been having trouble back in the Mariners. They kind of suck. One last thing. Let me see total base props for Javi Baez. I like to strike when that iron is hot. We know, you know, he goes through these. Wild swings, guys. I mean, right? He's the king of wild swings. But right. he's cut down on those significantly. What's that? I said he's cut down on the swings and misses a, a bunch. You can't even recognize him at this point. Check this out. It's a bit out of character, although you know we're kind of looking for the weight. Last twenty PAs against lefties, four seventy-one BA, four twelve ISO. So he's really getting it done. He's had to stick him on. You know, he had a double and two bombs. But yeah, I think all year it's just been it's just been that way from his hey. Go figure. You know what I mean? This year has been so crazy. Maybe Javi Baez showed discipline from first time. Be the example, you know, exemplify that. All right. I think we're good to go on that. So it's not a little three place. All right, man. I'm thinking the flow. All right. Next up, the Reds, Graham Ashcraft, and Miami, Yuri Perez. I'm just going to pass this one right to you. For me, it's pretty simple. I'm watching this one. Like, I like Ashcraft. I think he's good. I worry about the Miami offense, but I don't normally like to bet on you know, rookie starters or even guys coming off the IL. And I think Perez is going to be dope. So I'm afraid of it. I'm just kind of letting it go. You got anything on this one? So I actually do. I mean, I'm a lot like you. Like, these are spots where usually I'll stay away. I was shocked to see them open Perez at four and a half strikeouts. It was around even money. Some places might even had some plus money. Now, honestly, if you would tell me that he's thrown 100 pitches, this would probably be a ladder spot for me. But yeah. he's never thrown more than 90 pitches in any minor league start. So he's really young, so they're going to be careful with him. So, but I bet the over four and a half at, jeez, man. Yeah, I guess I would, I would still play, you know, around those minus 120. Or if you want to send out the minus 130, that's pretty much, I think, the I wouldn't play much higher than that. Uh, but I do think that he should strike out yeah, five hey. here. And then I actually bet the Marlins money line as well. I think a minus 137, minus 138. I'm a little – I don't really understand what's going on with Ashcraft. Um, his BAPIP is about 30 points lower than it is for his career. I was wondering, actually, if, if it had, like, a lower batting average on, on his ground balls because I did see the Reds' infield defense is ranks third worst in outs above average. Um, and I know he really has a ground ball pitch going. Even his strikeout percentage is about is up about 3%. But his – I mean, he just doesn't look right. Well, I think it's just a one blow-up. I mean, you know, he was so good the whole way out. I mean, the whole season, this guy was so good. 
Yeah, seven and one, six and two, six and zero, oh, six. And you, go, you know, you give up eight runs in an inning and two thirds, and it's it's just gonna throw everything out of whack. No, I have. To, I think we're gonna get a return to. It. I think Ashcraft is good, but again, I just worry. I just worry about everything with the Reds. Should the Reds should worry you? That offense is really bad. Now they're not really striking out, but that doesn't mean Perez won't get his. He's right. he was such a beast. So, all right, I, I'm, we're gonna roll with you, Jay. As our guest, when our guest has something good, just we, we go for it, man. We go for it because again, we're keeping everything regimented. We're not just wasting, right? We don't waste here. We got plus EV bets, plus EV guests, and let's roll with it. All right, next up. The Rays and Trevor Kelly, who I've never heard of before. And it always kind of gets me, Dream. I don't know if this stuff ever gets you, Dream. Like, dude, we f- I follow baseball like 24 hours a day, like 12 hours a month, 12 months a year. It's May. And there's guys I don't know. I can't kill. I just can't believe it. All right, I get October, I mean, uh, August or September. You know, I get it. We're really deep into the weeds, lots and lots of injuries. We're like four weeks into the season, five weeks in. I can't believe there are guys that I've never heard of, and yet, like, here we are. I didn't know much about him. I got well, today, 25 and two-thirds going back a couple of years. I, I, I don't really got much on him. I honestly, think he's in I trouble even, against Cole and the Yankees. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I didn't even look into him because he's only – I think he'll only go about one inning unless he's super efficient. He'll get that second. Fleming is going to be the bulk guy for them today. And what really upsets me is it should be um, Springs Day, Jeffrey Springs, who is a oh, guy that – yeah. Exactly, man. I cashed so much on him last year and was doing the same thing again this year. Honestly, in this one, nothing for me. I like the over. I was actually a little surprised to see it open at seven and a half, but it just got hammered right before I even was able to finish the card. Last I saw, it was it was up to eight and a half. So nothing for me in this one. Um, Cole looked pretty good, though, in his last start versus Tampa. I didn't watch that. What happened in the sixth? Did he just lose control of the slider? or You know what? It was what we kind of come to expect from him sometimes. And again, to me, it just felt like the Ashcraft thing. The guy was rolling with Cy Young Fury, you know, eight starts in a row, and you get and – and he gave you five dope innings, and it was just one too much. Maybe the Rays are really good. I think that's the other one that, like – and you're, you're an Oriole guy. I'm a big Yankee guy. And we're used to the Rays pitching. Yeah. But not so much them hitting. I I, yeah, I, I got to go with the wrong. I got to go with the full game run line here, Jay. Come on, give it to me. I just I have the Yankees so far ahead here. I just I can't ignore the model. I have I have more than a two run disparity on the final run. Yeah, so we're gonna get plus money, plus one twenty for sure. All right, let's move it up. This is great. I'm having the guest keep me in in line here because you know, dream. I just freaking ramble and ramble, dude. I just <laughs> go on and on, and it goes this way and that way, and sometimes it comes back to where it should. But most it's of the time, stuff, it's, most of the time, it's just like, yeah, hurry up. I, I appreciate that. I do, and I, I get that a lot. Of you know, people come back and say, "Man, I, was it, wasn't this supposed to be about baseball?" <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we end up talking about like life and risk management and paying premiums, but those lessons matter in this thing of ours, right? The big time, like big time. So that's kind of always been me trying to overlap. All right, next up, let's go, Mets go. God, remember when he was tied, Lord McGill? I remember that. Gosh, I walked into this one big time. So Tyler McGill for the Mets, really rough go. You know, the 4-3 ERA does not properly describe FIP, XFIP, expected ERA, Sierra. I mean, everything over 5.5, 11.5 walk, 89 zone contact, 24 chase stream. So I know you're into the disciplinary stuff. That's not going to do it, right? You're putting guys on, you're falling behind, you're not inducing chases. So McGill ends up in the zone, right? And I, I think, excuse me. I have the Washington lefties. McGill's really had trouble spotting that fastball to lefties. They both kind of stink, though. 
So I think I have a scene game base hit prop. Look at me. I'm trying to like I'm trying to get with the cool kids. You know all the cool kids are doing these base hit props. Check me out, Jay. Let me let me see Luis Garcia plus Dom Smith, the two guys with the pulse. You know I love the Nats, man. The public hates them so much. So Jay, you can put that together. Fred, go ahead, go ahead, Dream. You like anything here? I actually think I think I think the Nationals are gonna win. You know, anytime you see that, you better whisper it because no one ever believes. <laughs> man, they are super pesky, right? And they've done really yeah. well as underdogs. This is another yeah. one where we've, we've seen a bunch of Nats money come in, and honestly, like I'm close. Again, I know they've been horrible. They let me down yesterday, but I'm, I'm close to the Mets. I don't think this should be close to a pick'em. I know Gore has looked great. He's you know really got the strikeouts working. And you mentioned McGill, man. Expected ERA over six at this point. He's a guy that was just a lot more effective when he sat at 96. I know it's only a one mile per hour drop, but like that's a decent difference between 95 and 96. So yeah. swinging strike percentage is down three and a half. Z contact, like you said, up five percent. Ultimately, the Nationals are a much better team versus left-handed. Uh, pitching so I think that's what has me leaning towards the Mets here and I don't know if I'll be able to, to get I mean like honestly it's going to be hard for me to pass at, on the Mets at minus 110 Ooh, Mets 110 all right I like that we're going to I like that we're going up against each other There's so much agreeing all the time I <laughs> I don't you, like make it. A, you make a really good case again um my play was Washington f5 because the the bullpen there has they fall like falling apart the wheels are coming off and I <laughs> I think people knew it. Like to start the year, like Harvey looked good and Finnegan looked good and Edwards looked good. It was like this is not, you know, no. Well, they had one other guy. Well, I don't know if his name was how many Williams or something. He had some generic name that I'd never really heard of, and he had been lights out for the Nationals as well. Yeah, and it's how you know, like it's going to end. Last forty-four innings for the Washington bullpen, six ERA, one eight WHIP, a one percent K minus walk, and more than two home runs per nine. I mean, that's just. Everything to make you run away from that. So, yeah, it was it was Mason Williams, and he's he's regressed significantly since the uh, first few weeks of the yeah, year. Yeah, you hit okay. Watch this, Jay, Mason hit, Thompson. Mason Thompson. Sorry. Oh, there you go. Jay hit the full game for Dream. I wish I had access to this. I don't know if you have it on Betstamp, but what I would want to bet for the two of us is the Washington F five plus New York money line. You get paid really great odds of those. Like if you catch a flip, if you catch a flip score. And this would be a pretty good spot to get it, just because I think don't get me wrong, I don't think Washington kills him. I think Washington is up two one after five, and it probably loses. You know, it probably loses. So I think everyone's right. Yeah, Dream is the man, right? Fire Sports, no doubt. Commenters going crazy as always. <laughs> I, I'm having a hard time keeping up with the comments today. Good, it's, it's just nuts. I try to go back and read it. And I'm like. Who's in charge here? You know, jeez. Yeah, man, All I'm right. trying to keep up with you. I don't know if I can start looking at the comments. I, as well. I, yo, I, <laughs> I, hear, I absolutely hear. We go back and through the comments all the time. Oh, next up, it's yours. Why don't you lead us off here? Johan Oviedo in the Pirates against your Orioles and Kyle Bradish. There's a couple. Right, my obvious questions are: Are you buying the Pittsburgh offense that has kind of hit the down wave? And do you think Bradish will give us what we hope for? I was a big Bradish guy myself. It's been rough. But he's, he's still very young. There's still a long way to go. Talk to us. I don't think the pot, the Pirates' offense is legit. I don't think it's bad, right? But their their lineup is significantly deeper than it was last year. A lot of the guys that they, they had hitting at the top of the lineup last year got moved down with a lot of the veteran signings they had. So I do think they're better. Um, I've been against them a fair amount once they took a step up in competition against the Blue Jays and the Rays. Um. I don't really love a side here. I'm, I'm close on the – haven't bet anything yet, but I'm close on the Orioles team total. You mentioned Bradish, man. He's a guy I was really high on as well. 
I don't understand why they cut his slider usage down by about nine, ten percent. And we've seen his strikeout percentage dip because of there. Now he started, he increased his slitter, slitter, his sinker usage by te- about 10%. And I mean, he's getting a lot of ground balls on it, about 71%. But it also has the highest barrel percentage after his fastball. I don't think I love that change, especially I know, I think the Orioles are last in outs above expected as far as infield defense goes. They've gotten better lately, but they just got off to a horrible start there. So I would prefer if Bradish went back to throwing his slider more, got more of those strikeouts. I think he'd be better off, but I think I'm going to target Oviedo here. Um, he's just hasn't really been that good. He has, a, I think, a 2.4% K minus walk against right-handed hitters. So I do think the Orioles righties should be able to get to him here. Yeah, Oviedo's split is actually, it's pretty rough the other way. Um, again, quick shameless promotion for myself here. Hit me up on Twitter, at John Legaza. The pinned tweet will take you to Sharper, where I have my, my links and betting stuff. And on it, I put together, it's my own, it was my own personal kind of betting sheet. And I had people in the comments ask for it, so I delivered. You can see it for free, but if you want to pay a quarter, you can. I added batting average splits because we're, we're doing, you know, a lot of player props, base hit props. And I found OPS can get you in trouble because walks are bad. Right, okay. you don't want to. Right, you don't want. You don't really want Juan Soto base hit props because the guy will walk three times drives you nuts. It's true that. Right. So I've been adding batting average props. Um, the splits really helpful. But check it out, Oviedo. I thought you were going to mention Rutschman because lefties have a three ten BA against it. I mean, I think right. What one point five five WHIP against lefties, one seven one against righties. Yeah. I mean, there he's. It's it's weird when you when you look at his splits because he's he is having trouble against both um but yeah he hasn't given up a home run yet to a righty so, so the lefties yeah. are really the the guys that are getting the the home runs off of him yeah see the i would be over i'm probably oh, this one's funny i'm probably over on the f5 and under on the full game because i like the bullpens orioles are fully rested too you know so that bullpen where they're fully rested i don't want nothing to do with that because if it's tied or a one-run game at seven and, been, and that's i around. think that's one of the things that I, I really th- commend you. Like you bring up such a great point when you talk about the two different bullpens, right? We're yeah. not going to see the Batista and the Cano if the Orioles are down three or something yeah. like that. And, and the Pirates are just like that. The Pirates have a lights out bullpen when they're up. So I just, I just really think that's a, just a great point by you. Um, yeah. But I, and, I, and yeah, I you mean, want to know who you're up against. You do. Exactly. And I think a lot of warm weather here in, in Baltimore, it's warming up everywhere. And I think that's part of the reason why we saw the New York total go up by a run. So if, if I end up with anything here, it'll probably be the uh, Orioles team total, just because I'm, I'm a little unsure about Bradish. I'm not really, that's funny. This one, I, I got a lot of, again, on that same sheet, I do hitter scoring. And, you know, I try to rank it. Like, it's, it's very difficult to please everybody, right? Base hit props and DFS and all that stuff. But generally, like, high, medium, low. And I got a lot of low rings. But a lot of times that means a base hit or two base hits. So, like, on the Pirate side, I have McCutcheon, Hayes, and Connor Joe. Because Braddish has really struggled with writing. has been really bad. The fastball in particular. And then, other side, Santander and Rutschman I have. So, like, I'm not really sure what I do. I go play, like, DFS or prize picks when I get this stuff. Because, you know, if you go, or even, like, you know, we don't have a sponsor on, on this. So, we could sit and mention these people. Underdog. Or, like, that's probably my pick is... Don't eat all the juice for these stupid SGP parlay things and go play on like prize picks or underdog where they allow you to kind of parlay fairly same game stuff and go for it. Cause I like all these guys to get base hits again, McCutcheon, Hayes, Joe, Santana, Rutschman. And again, I would be over, but I'm worried about the bullpen. So all right, we just move it up next up. 
It's the Braves and Spencer Schreiber go to Toronto and the Bassett Hound on the mound. I don't know, man. I guess Bassett's starting to correct it. People are acting as if like he's found it. And that I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm, I'm there. A lot of the underlying stuff is still not great. We know it's ups and downs. We also know anybody can go and give you a good start. All the unrun indicators for Bassett are really bad. The walk rate is up at 12. Chase rate down at 26. I mean, this is like really far out of character. And it's on a 217 Babbitt, which is like unusually low. You know, I'm not like Mr. Regression, but two, you know, that that's probably going north. So I kind of wonder here. He's been he's been death on righties. Not good against lefties. So I, I got like Olsen chalked up. I got like Albies chalked up. I was surprised to see the Braves run line with positive money attached to it. So I know it's always tough to go against the Blue Jays, but they're human like everyone else, right? The Blue Jays, the Orioles, the Yankees, they all hang zero sometimes. And who do they do it against? Spencer freaking Stryer, right? So I think that's where I'm at. Jay, I want the Olsen total bases. The home run is too expensive. I already know it. So Olsen total bases if it has a plus in front of it. And the Atlanta run line if it has a plus in front of it. And then you go ahead, Dream. I mean, this one is it. Is it chalky to go against the Blue Jays or am I being sharp? I can't tell anyone. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. man, I don't I don't care if it's chalky or sharp, but I agree with, you right. with everything you said. He has a FIP of over Bassett has a FIP of over seven versus lefties. Um, I mean Strider is pretty much DeGrom, right? I mean, maybe not quite that level, but that's what we're seeing so far this year. So I, I agree with your look. I was close to I think I'll probably end up adding it. I don't have it as of now, but um I like the Braves maybe do a minus one, a little split on the uh, run line and the uh, money line so that if, you know, if they only win by one, you you push your bet. But I think that's probably where I'll end up. I'm curious just to see if we'll see a little bit more Blue Jays money uh, before I lock that in. But that'll probably probably be a play on my card today as well. Yeah, I mean, and you can't blame people for betting on the Blue Jays, right? You got to score if you want to win. And the offense is really looking good. Although it, it, it's been – Tough for me to digest. I guess maybe I'm getting used to the new look kind of Toronto where I just didn't expect them to strike out as much. I thought they'd be walking a little bit more. But if it comes to the expense of being aggressive, right, these are quality contact guys, then I guess it's okay. It's just been weird for me to watch. You know, it's just, like I said, to see Toronto not not taking the walks. They're not really pulling the ball. They're putting the ball on the ground. But still working, and they're running a lot too. So, And I also I expected – a little bit more offense at Rogers Center with the changes that they made because a lot the of the first th- series, from- right? We were like, "Oh crap, here it comes!" Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, from what we read and fr- from the information that was out, scoring and home runs should have been up, but I don't think we've really seen that yet. No, although quick to home run stuff, I um, had this in my article at the Athletic. It's just good for people to hear because, like, reference stuff. So, the home run to fly ball rate that we have currently for the year to date, okay, is already higher than any single month last year, including the summer. So that's right. That all of a sudden everyone should be going, okay, we're going to continue playing props. We're going to continue looking for home runs. We're going to continue looking to hit overs. You know, you got to go with the trend. It's only, it's only going to go up. I mean, we had a couple of weeks of really cold weather here in DC and, and other places as well after it had warmed up for a bit. So man, once we're hitting the 80 degrees every day, I, that number's probably going to climb some more. Yeah, and I have, I have. There's audio of me with the FTN banner, talking, talking smack as I often do about the totals. And again, you know, 
it's funny because I'm so like assertive. Sometimes people take it like personally, like, oh man, I don't, you know, I'm against the thing they do. I'm not right and you're wrong. I'm just different. But my, my point was this it was to total specifically. I went, I think I went the whole season. I didn't bet a single total. <laughs> like, who the hell is that? The idea was total because this was before all the crazy scoring, right? So the idea was that there's no edge really. And if there was an edge, the book wouldn't be posting everything at minus 110. There'd be, you'd be able to find juice on either side somewhere. And I guess you could chase or run totals, but again, there's a reason why these numbers, they hang, they move a half sometimes, but they hang and they sit there at normal VIG because nobody knows scoring is incredibly wonky in baseball. And I used to say, I'm not bought. I don't do that. And now because the trend is up, you got to chase it. So, you know, you got to be malleable. I know you talk about being flexible. In your work, you have to be. It's just what it is. So it's just funny. I've come a long way, dude. I would never bet totals, ever. I know. No, I remember. And I mean, like the the yank. Like it's hard to look at a total and an opening number and be like, hey, that that one's off by a full run. It's like uh, I don't have that much confidence in myself. Where you know I could say that on a regular basis. Just like I like the over in New York with the Rays, and I said I'll, I'll come back to that. It moved a run before I could get to it. So I mean, I, I move on. But for the most part, I'm with you. Like I'll I'll tend to play more team totals. It's easier to split up and have a stronger feel about that one pitcher that I think is going to get wrecked than having yeah. to bank on two of them. Yeah, but well, you know, team totals eliminate variables. And I used to see, I used to bet on the bad team because I like the offense, but the bad team's pitching would give up more. Like, let's say Oakland, right? right. Meaning, like, I would bet on Oakland thinking they would score. They would score six, which clears right. every team total, but they would lose. And it's, it's kind of sharp, I think, to. Okay, it depends on the analysis. Now, great. If you have Spencer Strider, you can rely on a pitcher, right? But if you have guys you don't like, you don't have to do that. So it's short. Next one. So one I'm really, one, really quickly, John, I was trying to Go see on. if the Rogers Center roof is open. Um, there, I don't think that that information's out yet, but that might probably, I don't know, sway my opinion more if it's on open, the total. It's more. It's better for offense if it's open. The ball, the ball should carry better. I, mean, I, I know that yeah. that's the same case for Arizona, Arizona as well. And if it's warm in Toronto, we should see the same thing there. All right, this next one, I pretty much got nothing because I think my lean is to the under, but because of what I was saying to you earlier, I'm not really betting unders right now. In particular, these full game unders, yo, man, you get smoked with the ghost runner at the end. It sucks. Yo, that sucks. I almost dropped a huge parlay the other night. We were tied. It was 2-2, under 8.5, going into the ninth. And you're like, yeah. All of a sudden, three, three extra innings. Ah! Ah! Four, four. Ah! You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. And it's Wait, was not, it... like the the cap was good. Is what I mean to say. That was this the White Sox Twins game? No, no, no. It was Padres. Okay, okay. Somebody else put it, but it's a seat. But again, yeah. your the ability for you to draw something from recent memory it, it validates the point. That no, it, there's nothing more tilting than that. So, uh... <laughs> Jay Bird on the ones and twos can confirm it's hot in Toronto today. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know if that means they leave the roof closed for the air conditioning. Like I don't. I actually don't know. All I know is the Canadians will do whatever is nicest, right? All right. Next up, come on. We got to move. It's Tyler Anderson, who I really liked. He came out. He stunk. Now he looks like he's getting a little bit on back on track against Logan Allen and the Guardians. Man, I'm just not really expecting much of much offense here. Algo is like white, meaning average, average, nothing really screaming at us. You have anything that jumps out? I know a lot of people like Allen. I know a lot of people don't like Anderson. I tend to think Anderson's correcting, so I'm kind of staying away. 
I, I agree with you on Anderson. Uh, Allen's a guy that I don't know too much about. In the small sample size, we do see some regression, but this is really a game where I don't really have any idea or much of a strong opinion. So I, I kind of left this one this one alone. Yeah, sometimes it's that easy. You know what? And that, that that's the stuff I was talking to the producers about. Like, some of the music you can try to like, just let it go, man. <laughs> you know me, I'm like, well, I, you know, I don't like this thing, but there's extra material. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I expect like, you know, time. And the lesson here is you got to be careful because sometimes you could do an analysis until you find something you think you like when the gut in the beginning was right. Leave it. Right. Um, one quick question to you because I'm trying to squeeze theory out of my guests also. Now, all right, okay. This is for total base props, a question I get a lot and I have myself. We all know how to find them, right? We find them similarly. Good splits, pay a pitcher, this and that. Now, what if you have a split, but like the team is not very good and the total is not very high? Where I'm getting at is it could cost you that extra plate appearance. I've had that happen a couple times where I had a guy in a good spot, but I just I realized that oh man, he's only gonna get three looks at this and not five or six or seven even. So like how much do you put that into your calculus? Or do you just say, you know what, I'm getting the first inning double, who cares? So, I mean, I, I think it, it matters a ton, especially if he's hitting down in the order, right? And to be completely honest with you, I think I've probably played like three total base props. In, in my life. Um, I, I'm more on the pitching side. I do most of my hitting work on, on a team level. So very rarely will I jump, you know, and they're mostly like Adley Rutschman props uh, when he has a good matchup. So I, I liked what you were saying earlier, um, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't play much, but I, I think your reasoning is a hundred percent on point there, right? Like those are the ones where you're, you're probably better not playing. Yeah, and it kills me too. You know, I see those, the plus 150 and it's like, man, this is great. That's great odds. If you believe in the work we're doing, right? So if you believe that the work we're doing is getting us closer to 50-50, the 150s what 60, you know, you're a lot of a lot of edge there. And again, it keeps your win percentage that you need down. All right, we really gotta hurry up. Who cares, right? All right, next up, old man versus old man. This one for me, it's pretty easy. You're either going over or you're not playing it at all. I would not be looking for a winner in the Wainwright Paxton game. So yeah, I, the over on last I saw was that like uh, the the F five was at six, and the full game did did it hit twelve? It's at eleven. At 11. All right, so yeah, talk to me. You want to go over eleven? Don't tell me we're betting. We're not betting any sides. <laughs> no, no, this is one where <laughs> you know, just like you, I I looked at the matchup and I was like, oh, th this one looks like an over, especially because what Paxton has thrown twenty innings since twenty twenty, I, I think, and his I saw some reports that his velocity looked good in the minors, which is a great sign. But I also noticed that he was walking about six per nine as well in the limited time he's had there. Hold on. So usual James Paxton. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. and what <laughs> the Red Sox are hitting overs at, you know, I'm not a trend guy, but the Red Sox are hitting overs at something like 70% or just something absolutely absurd. But again, I, I agree with you. And then this is not one where I want to chase the one, one and a half run move at 11 either. Yeah. So it's an over or nothing. And at 11, missing the nine and a half and the tens is, is nothing for me here. See, I saw somebody mention that. I actually have, I actually have the under. On the Algo has the under, and I think it's because of the the Cardinals' offense has been has been very weak. Although my my dude right here, OPMG, is he's doing the Lord's work because he's been playing all the Algo strength and like killing it. And it's so funny, people go, "Well, why don't you do that?" And it's not, <laughs> it's just not that easy. It's so much work to sit and read the board and compare compare with prices. I have to print for people. It's just not that easy. And then sometimes I get my own way. 
like I am right now. Like I, I didn't look first, and my gut said it's over or nothing. Right, these guys suck. So I'm probably I'm just leaving this one. I'm just but here's the thing, right? Like you're not playing the under at nine and a half or nine. I'm not playing the over at eleven. So you know what? At this to point, that point, I have a I have a question for you again. I'm going to extract all the goodness. When it comes to overs, these are rules I have that I think they hurt me. That's why I like to ask about them. Is there a number you won't look to go over, or it's just based on your work? Because again, I've had people say based on your work, and I'm like, that's what I normally do. And they say, why do you have a, a, a limit? And I go, yeah, I don't I don't normally go over eleven. I mean, like, I just honestly, don't do that. If if we had a four or five more game sample on both of these pitchers and their numbers were kind of right where they are now and still trending upwards. I might not have a problem playing the 10 and a half or the 11. If, if that's kind of where it opened at, right. I don't want to chase a number. And I think the big difference with me is I don't mind playing a total or a line where I think I might get a push, right? If your number was eight and a half and you had a much larger edge at eight and a half, I don't mind playing the nine knowing that, I'll push if it didn't get to that eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. And that's funny. We talk about that a lot. I'm using that's the one time that I will go and pay juice. If the juice entitles you to a run, then it's okay. It's funny. I get that a lot of attitude for that sometimes. I thought we don't pay juice. Why are you paying juice? Well, it's an F5 run line. You're getting a run and starting ahead. That's a that's I mean, a benefit, right? That's a different story. You know what I mean? A half a run, half a run it should be worth is what worth. I mean, I know it's different depending on the total and yeah, it's always be different. 20, some, 25 some, cents. No, it's probably even more like 40, 50, but sometimes you catch it at sometimes you catch no, it at, at for half half a run though, John. Half a run is about twenty-five, right? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I was yeah, okay. I was gonna say I don't really do it at half. So We're saying the same yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Oh yeah, it's right. I multiply by two. All right, next up. It's the Cubs and the Twins. For me, this one is under or nothing. I mean, I I will go blue as could be. Drew Smiley and Sonny Gray, they've both been really good. Smiley in particular, three ERA point nine on whip. But expected ERA, deserved ERA, PFIP all below three. I mean, you're not going to get swings and miss stuff. But his command around the edges is – it's like as good as it gets. You know I mean? He's just doing it all right now. Same thing for Sonny Gray, who I've always liked. Man, it'd be nice if the Yankees had a guy like Sonny Gray. They're the, worst. the Yankees are the worst. Gray was here. We, we like, tried to make guys do things. And he's like, no, but I'm, like, this good pitcher. Can I, like, make good pitches? But no, we're the Yankees. Shave your mustache and do this, you know. And he left and hated it here, right? Lance Lynn sucked here, hated it left. So whatever, the Yankees suck. <laughs> I had to squeeze that one in there. Anyway, Sonny Gray, Drew Smiley. Uh, I, to me also, it's these offenses I don't really believe in. Cubs offense, Twins offense, both really tough. Twins in particular, 188 team batting average. Last 500 plate appearance is just terrible. So for me, I, for me, I got the under, but I'm not really betting unders. Because of the trend. So I'm kind of leaving this one alone. You like anything? I mean, we can get with the other if you like it. Honestly, Smiley's a guy, like, you know, we talk about a lot with Matt Boyd, a guy that I loved over the years, um, had injury issues, but it looks like he's, you know, been, he's back, kind of. Um, I, I was close here on his over four and a half strikeouts. I didn't get there. The Twins have a 28.4% strikeout percentage versus lefties. It's the second highest. I didn't love the fact that they're projected to have eight righties in the lineup. Uh, Smiley has a strikeout okay. percentage of 20% and much higher versus lefties. So I think I would have got there if they had maybe one or two more lefties, obviously, in that lineup. Or maybe if we knew the umpire assignment, which I do think, you know, can make a difference when, when, when I'm that close. So I agree with you. I lean under, lean over on Smiley K's, but probably nothing here for me. I want to say you were actually the inspiration for, again, my, that 
the pitching sheet I keep referring to, but it's my baby. You know, I work really hard. At it. You're the inspiration to I split K and walk data, and it made a huge difference. It does it makes a huge difference. You know, and and to Dream's other point, you got to keep an eye on that lineup. I, I don't, we're never able to be perfectly predicted, but some teams really telegraph it, like really telegraph it. Gosh, I saw a really interesting one today. I think we're going to get to it in a little bit. Where the hell is this guy? Okay, yeah, he's actually up in a couple games. We'll bring it up. About some teams, you know, have a, a the guy who hits ninth against righties every day hits first against lefties, right? So a couple times a week, that, that lineup is totally shuffled. And sometimes that will actually get you an edge to player props also, right? The books are not properly pricing those players up top. But what I've noticed, L for love, those guys seem to get platooned out sometimes. So I'm thinking about like Lamont Wade or like um, Zach McKinstry. Like we had McKinstry going because, oh, he's leading off. He won two bases. He got pinch hit. And I was like, yo, I'm a freaking scrub. Yo, I just bet on a guy who didn't finish a game. I'm a scrub. Yo, you can't do that. So, you know, lineups matter, but be careful. That was my lesson. Right? That's pretty weak, dude. Weeks off. I mean, it happens, especially with teams like the Giants. It just, you know. Their, yeah. their lineups are full of platoon guys, and, and Wade, yeah, yeah. Wade is a perfect example. Yeah, yeah. All right, next one. Houston Astros and J.P. France. I mean, whatever. Astro just called rookie Astro. Uh, ace <laughs> stud. 30% K rates. 0% XFIPs. It's totally ridiculous. I hate the Astros. Not to, just because I wish, you know, that my Yankees would do some of that, right? The Astros can let the Verlander walk. No big deal. They improve frame of Valdez. They improve Luis Garcia while he's hurt. Don't worry. Don't worry. Hunter Brown, this guy, he's great. And then we have this other guy, J.P. France, where he's great. Don't worry. Don't worry. This guy, don't worry. It's fine. Now, the Astros, funny enough, are not hitting. Right? That's been the big thing. The offense just refuses to hit. So the flip side of that is the White Sox offense has been atrocious, and Michael Kopech has been, God, it's been really terrible. So I don't know if we can get with the juice here for Houston. You probably have to pay for the run line. Is this a trap, General Akbar? So <laughs> I agree with a lot of what you said. The White Sox are expected to get Moncada back today, which, you know, would, would say whatever you want. It's still a boost to that lineup, right? They've been having, uh, what's his name, former Oriole legend, uh, Hanser Alberto playing every day. <laughs> that guy should not be playing more than once or twice a week. He's great against lefties or has been in the past. But you Javier Prolazo special right there. I know about that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but you mentioned Kopech, man. What are we going to do with this guy? I, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I kind of want to blame the White Sox for it. They, they let him pitch hurt last year. They let him pitch hurt in spring training. I don't know if he's ever – I don't know if he's healthy. I don't know if he's 100%. I don't know if he's ever going to even get close to living up to the hype. Fifth highest home run to fly ball percentage when you bring the minimum inning pitches down, minimum innings pitch to 30. Highest barrel percentage in baseball by about 4%. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm clo- We don't know much about France, but like you said, man, the Astros just find these guys, put them out there. Now, they have been a lot – their Astros offense has been better against lefties. They're struggling more against righties. And I know we haven't seen them play that much over the last few years, but Brantley was expected back Monday or Tuesday. I think he had a setback. And even having someone like that, even if they're not who they were a few years ago, they'll still add depth to the lineup. This is another one where I'm kind of close on Houston. I don't know if I want to lay the uh, minus 150, minus 145. I'm hoping that we see a little bit more White Sox money, and then I could probably get to Houston. Yeah, the one the ring that I did have – well, the righties really rang. Funny enough, Kopech, for as bad as he's been, I mean, dude, 
Some some of the worst shit you ever seen in your life, man. Expected ERA over eight. FIP seven and a half. I mean, just the worst you've ever seen. 53 hard hit, 19 barrel, 492 expected wall ball contact atrocious. But have you noticed the splits? Lefties have not done anything against him. 194 batting average. Righties batting 309. So give me Alex Bregman. I think Bregman gets a hold of something early. I like the total base props for him. I think he's starting to come alive lately also. I mean, fantasy is a funny game, right? Because people, should I drop this guy? Former MVP? No. A month into the season? No. I I wouldn't drop a former MVP a month into the season. But people always look to overreact. I generally look for. I'm sorry. I generally look for those guys to start to hit a little bit, and that's where I go after them. So no, give me Bregman you're in the totally on point. Go ahead, Drew. I think we saw uh, one of the bigger changes that he's made at, at the plate. I think he's he changed his stance and, and his positioning of his bat, and it, so far in the small sample size, he's he's shown he's been a lot better. So yeah, I definitely wouldn't wouldn't bench him, and I definitely like that look. And I didn't realize that he had such significant splits. It looks like. There's only about two lefties projected for the Astros today. So, man, that makes me like the uh, Astros money line a little bit more. So, honestly, I I won't know until a little bit later, but I could see myself ending up on that side. You're on mute, John. All right, I, like, blew my nose and thought it was on mute before. (laughs) Sorry, I'm ruining everything. I'm so bad. Anyway, okay, you mentioned (laughs) – sorry, dude, I really am sorry. I should be home. Yeah. So <laughs> the producers here are so good to me. Um, you mentioned a money line, but it's at one fifty. Do you have a do you have a limit for money lines that you won't go over? I mean, no, no. I mean, so it's smart. I'm stupid in this one. You're smart. You're you're not though, man. We just do things a little bit differently, right? Like you like the the plus money, which is completely fine. Like I think my average line last year that I bet for all my for all my bets was around minus one thirteen, minus one twelve. It's at minus one seventeen right, yeah. this year. I'm fine with that. I mean, I did bet a, a minus two ten on the strikeout prop uh, a few days ago, so I'm. Oh, you better did... hit that, man! <laughs> <laughs> it was it was half a unit. It was Ortiz. He was. I mean, yeah, it, it it hit fine. I think by four strikeouts. But if if I do, if I am a little bit worried about the juice, I'm fine with going with the minus one bet where you, you split the money line and the run line. You risk See, what you would win bad. on the money find line. A that's pretty well, sharp, no. dude. John, do it. You can do it yourself. All you have to do is you have to take your win amount on your money line and make that your risk on your run line. There's a couple calculators out there that I could oh, okay. uh, I, I could send, but oh, you're saying oh, you're saying if you can't find that to place them both, you're saying yep, just do it manually dude. yourself. Oh, uh, dropping dimes, rate, review, subscribe, everybody. Ah! That was pretty awesome, dude. I always love. I love to learn something. The Friday episodes with the guests have been so awesome. You know, like I said, I, I am not ashamed. Like, I know I do a lot of teaching, but that doesn't mean I don't do any learning. So that was a sick dime drop. I never really thought about that. All right, next up, another guy I never really heard of. It's Josh Taylor and the Royals with cheese going to Milwaukee to face my dude Corbin Burns, who, I mean, I can't believe it. There are very sharp fantasy players trying to tell me that Burns is washed. I see Corbin Burns. I normally am thinking Brewer win, Brewer cover. I don't really like the negative money on the cover, but they really – I mean, they should take care of beeswax today, no? Talk me off the Brewer run line at minus one ten. Man, I don't think I can, honestly. And Burns is a guy that I would I would go to you t- to tell me what the heck is going on with him. It looked like he was finally putting it together. He gemmed against the uh, Diamondbacks, looked decent yeah. against the Mariners, and then I think injured his pec. 
and then yeah. we, we we don't really know what's going on there. But this is a bullpen game for the Royals, and if I'm not yeah. mistaken, their bullpen isn't that great. Um, <laughs> so, whose idea was this? <laughs> so I don't think I could really talk you off. Um, yeah, what five eleven ERA? Jeez. Yeah, for the season. For the season. Double-digit barrel, 42 hard hit. I mean, they've already eaten six losses as a crew. Just so bad. They're so bad. So, uh, Jay, give us the Milwaukee run line, full game. This is my one donkey bet. You know, if there's a don- if I have a donkey bet, it's like blind betting Corbin Burns to beat up on the Royals. Who, don't get me wrong, Royals offense has been very good. I don't think they got Corbin Burns good. They've been beating up on some, you know, lesser, lesser competition, let's say. I also, oh, man, you know what I had, too? No, I'm going to pass. You know, if it's an opener, this is another good lesson, too. We all fall in love with these splits. Oh, like lefty-righty split. If the guy's only going to go through the order one time, I wouldn't base my prop on that. Now, if you wanted to say the Royals' bullpen's garbage, then that's a different story. But, yeah, my player prop is a little granular, and it's not there. All right, next up. Oh, I love these when there's games and cores because I don't I don't analyze them. Um, I have two questions for you, Dream. Would you ever go under a game in cores? Do you bet money lines in cores? And again, is there a total you won't go over? So just like talk to me about betting cores in general, because I'm gonna be honest, and I love you, and I love your work. I don't care. Don't tell me anything about the pitching. I don't want don't don't we don't do that here. We don't talk about pitching in cores. Not we don't talk about Bruno. Bruno is pitching in cores. We don't do that. Yeah, I mean they're they're pretty much <laughs> playing baseball on the moon there. Um <laughs> So yes. literally, I'm with you like 98% of the time. It's either an, an over, a team total over, or I'm not touching it. I could, I probably have played three unders, two or three unders, maybe in the last like five years there. If a buddy yeah. sends me and is like, hey, this is ideal weather, and I like the pitchers as well. I'm like, all right, you know what? I actually lean under. I normally stay away, but I'll hop on with you. But listen, man, if, if the over isn't jumping out for you and you don't think it's a slam – I move on. I, I I probably spend less money, less money, less time on Rockies games than any other game on my on the yeah, card. Yeah, why wouldn't you? And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't um, you? Now, I, here, all the player props are always juiced to the gills. It's very hard to get that look on. So this is actually a, a good question for you, John. I know that this isn't predictive, right? But I do look into some things that, that aren't predicted just because I'm a little curious. Like I'm not someone that's into batter versus pitcher splits, but I like looking to see how many times they they faced a certain guy just to, if they're familiar with his stuff at all. I am not a Taiwan Walker guy. I am. I was shocked to see his career numbers at Coors. Uh, five five starts at Coors. He's an ERA of two, a WHIP of one point <laughs> two three, and they're hitting one ninety two off of him at Coors. Yeah. Well, it, he's I mean, been a bad a... of God. That means. Well, he's a listen. He's a ground ball machine, and he's probably been on the 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 good side of of bad ball variants. Would be my guess because. How else could you survive there? And I don't know. So I haven't looked into the, the... governed before. So yeah, this is another <laughs> one too where, believe it or not, you can still play these games on those Paul A sites like um, Prize Picks and stuff like that, or Underdog, and you can get, like, and, and that's a good way to take advantage of if the game goes to nineteen, eight different guys are going to all hit their props, you know, and you can really like score on just kind of identifying the big over. Excuse me. So no, no, I'm with you there. And and Gomber's a guy for a couple of years was always beating his peripherals. He's a guy that cost me a bunch of money because I legitimately think he's one of the worst pitchers in baseball. And he yep, pitches yep. in in cores. 
So, yeah, I mean, here I lean over like Philly team total. I'll probably have nothing here. All right, next up, we got three more. So I think we're going to finish right on time, and then I'm going to fall out of my chair. My throat box is going to die. All right, we got the San Francisco Giants, the Gigantes, and John Brebbio, who's been very good, actually. Right? Always fun. It always happens on the West Coast. There are guys I never heard of that are, like, pitching out of their minds. I, I don't know. I'm awake, but the Giants, I guess, are really boring. Against the Diamondbacks and Ryan Nelson, who I thought was going to be good. He has not been good. 60 ERA, 843 OPS, and just everything that's gross. You know, twenty percent whiff is too low. Ninety Z contact is too high. It's been it's been a rough go. Lefties are hitting three forty nine off off Nelson. So I mean, I guess that means we should be looking at probably Jock Peterson. But I probably like the Giants to win this one. It was close. I thought like minus one fifteen. I think that was my play, Jay. I'll take that. Although you know what, do me a solid. I'm sorry. Check the check the F five. The Giants bullpen is the worst of the bigs right now. They're as bad as Oakland. I totally forgot. So yeah, I'll take. I'm going to take Giants F five money line because I like Brebbia over Nelson. Go ahead, Dream. You got anything? Honestly, I didn't look at this. I didn't do this game at all just because I'm. I didn't know who was going to bulk for the Giants. If it was Alex Wood or Stripling, I think Wood is ready from his rehab start. I don't. I know thought if they're it was gonna... Wood also. Okay, so if, if they activate him, I assume it's going to be him. I, I was just waiting for a little bit more information before even looking to that game. I guess we should, well, I was actually hoping to get like three from Brevy. I mean, I was hoping to get three from him. I don't know. I don't know how full they're going to let him go. I, I I thought they were. I thought they might have been stretching him. Although I might I'm probably wrong. I know, which might answer why when I talked about guys kind of slipping past the radar, that stuff does happen. I thought that, no, I was wrong. Brevy hasn't gone more than one in the third. I have I have my openers crossed. So what is today? I still think today we get the... him. I still think we get like the F five. That's the other weird thing, though. He hasn't pitched but, since the, the he hasn't pitched since the sixth, which is a little surprising. But yeah, he only threw eighteen pitches. He, his season yeah, high I, is, is twenty eight. I'm trying to think of who I was thinking of. Like, I just remember I have like Sam Long now in my head or something like that. You know, these are, again, got to be careful with openers. Got to check the workloads and stuff. Got to check it. Like, I still think I think Nelson's struggling. I think the Giants' platoon work is going to work against him. Anyway, we got. You're not thinking. You're not thinking about Junis, are you? Oh, maybe yeah. It's just all. It's all this. It's all these like mixed. You nailed it. The Giants are really a betting nightmare because they're just this platoon. It's it's crazy. Now, if you think that they're going to use it and win a game, yeah, they win games. They're very hard to bet on prop wise. They really are. They're very hard to back with DFS because even if that back end stack, you end up having two guys get pinch hit and it's maddening, right? You you know the deal, dude. Those tournaments sure. get taken down in the ninth inning. You know, you got to hit the late home run. That's just what it is. They saw what the Rays were doing with their platoon. They're like, hey, yeah. <laughs> let's take this to the next level. All right. The easiest bet on the board every day seems to be covering up the Oakland A's. So it's Martin Perez and the Rangers against how much yuck could a wall the chuck chuck if a wall the chuck could chuck yuck. I mean, it's juiced up <laughs> at what I saw. The cover is minus 170. So, like, I just leave these alone. I can't really mess with this. I'd be looking at the Texas righties. I think that's probably the place to go is, you know, now we can maybe look for some player props. Man, I got, like, I like the Josh Jung over one and a half total bases. So, give me that, Jay, and go ahead, Dream. I like that look. Um, Man, I to be honest, this, this one has me a little confused. I don't know what you made this number, but I was surprised to see the significant money we've seen come in on the uh, A's here, this has dropped almost like 30 cents at some spots. I'm seeing it as low as minus 160. Some places opened about minus 190, minus 195. I haven't bet anything here. I was close on Mark 
16 Perez over four and a half. Another favorable ump there in Oakland on his, on his strikeouts. His swing and miss stuff hasn't, hasn't been that great, especially not lately. So legit on the fence there. And honestly, this is another one where I'm close on the money line, if not the money line, minus Texas minus one. I was just waiting to see if we were going to see any more uh, Oakland money. Texas is down to minus 160 at, at Circa. I was also a little interested in the team total here. I don't know if I'll necessarily get there, but this is one where, like, another one. We see If we see some more Oakland money, I'll probably play it up minus one with the uh, Rangers here. Wow. Okay. This is my Texas is my mega stack. So I like the righties in the middle. So I, I like I have Jung, I have Heim, I have Zeke Duran. I mean the Jung numbers, all the stuff against lefties are killer. So I think Walter Chuck's in a lot of trouble. And then again, the A's are always so tough to back because the bullpen is just so so incredibly bad. Six nine ERA, one eight whip last forty-four innings. I mean, it's like how? How do you even man how do you manage that? Give it up seven earn every nine out of the bullpen. God, this guy's arm's supposed to be fresh. So bad. 2.6 strikeout minus walk for the A's. Oh, Worse than that, baseball. That can't be. <laughs> it just cannot be. That can't be. It's like I saw – I forgot who tweeted it, but they have a chance to be one of the worst three bullpens historically ever wow. in baseball, wow. not even just this year. Wow. So. I mean, that's another one where, like, you could probably, you know, if a team doesn't score for the first few innings, pitch count is high for their A starting pitcher. You could potentially look for a team total live over here with Texas. Would have been good last night. But, I mean, I agree with you. I expect Texas to kind of roll here. And I, I'm mostly just dumbfounded by the A's money. Yeah, Oakland's also been really bad against lefties. You know I mean? And I, we bet on Oakland offense all the time, man. I love those FI team totals. They, they put Oakland at that. Every single day, no matter who it is against. So the point being, I don't go up against Martin Perez, who I think is good, and I will go up against whatever trashola guy you'll have tomorrow. You know what I mean? So, all right, last game. Appreciate you, Dream. That was awesome. I know the feedback to be sick. I had such a great time. I wish I was feeling better. Imagine I would have had even more energy and volume. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. I usually tell people this. It's crazy to think. This is me on my absolute best behavior. Could you imagine, dude? You're all I'm like in the bar, kid. Do you know? Do you know what it's like hanging out with me in the bar? All I'm telling you is this: you, you, we're gonna mail your keys home because you ain't driving. Because those, <laughs> those drinks are on me, homie. They really are. So the last one: Dodgers and Padres. I'm gonna be honest. For me, it's a watch. You know, it's Snell versus May. I really like them both. Even though we know Snell is wild, I think he's gonna get up for the big one today. And we know on an inning per inning basis, he could be really tend to like Dustin May. I on that one. I still strikeouts, but I'm leaving this one. I had to pick. It's probably Dodgers, but I don't love the juice. But it's probably Dodgers. You like anything worth sinking your teeth into? This is a rematch. I think they played less than a week ago. Um, I, I think it was these exact same teams. I, I'm not really interested in a, in a side here. Yeah, it was Snell versus May. Um, last time I played uh, Snell over six and a half strikeouts, lost by the hook there. Um, I was it's down to five and a half. Um, so I don't I haven't bet anything yet. I don't know what the juice is on that one yet. I don't really remember. But if anything, that's kind of what I would end up on. I, I'll see if I can potentially. Oh yeah, no, no, we're not laying that juice. Um, <laughs> not playing the minus one seventy for the uh, the strikeout prop there. Um, honestly, I'm probably with you. Where I'll, I'll have nothing here. Yeah, I don't believe you. 
recap and let's get the hell out of here. I, I'm going to go in like the incubator right now. Not the incubator, the hyperbaric chamber, the incubator. God, help us. <laughs> although, although, if you saw the belly, you might think there was a baby in there, but there, I assure you there isn't. Thank goodness, man. I got this enough. For... All right. Let's wrap it up. And everybody, make sure you follow at MLB Dream. Mike, come on. How cool is this guy? You can tell he's he's one of us, right? Just one of us. The positive attitude, the hard work ethic, not being – right, we want to be confident without being a jerk about it. And Dream, you're all those things. So, all right, let's bring it up. I saw Javi Baez lead off two bases. Matthew Boyd over four and a half strikeouts. Detroit to win that F5 even money. Miami – is that an outright win? It is with Yuri Perez going over four and a half strikeouts. Same game. Well, you don't have to parlay this stuff. We're, we're not doing that. Well, you can also check uh, betstamp.app forward slash call to the pen and follow all this stuff in real time, which is really kind of cool that I like to go back and see how we did. Um, what am I doing? A Washington F5 win, minus 105. And then... Oh, Mets with the full game. Oh, you're reversing. <laughs> I didn't see that you did that, Jay. We, took, we were supposed to parlay that because they give you crazy odds. That's okay. It's all good. Now, I really hope we hit this. That's the one thing I'm watching. I'm, I'm going to bet that that double – it's called the double result. Jay, in case you're wondering, but that's okay. Um, Yankees to cover it up over the Rays. Garrett Cole over somebody I'd never heard of in my entire life. Spencer Strider to cover up the Bassett Hound, who I don't think is very good. Matt Olson is going to get there with two bases against Bassett, who has his struggles against lefties. Are legit real. Jay, don't worry, you missed it, brother. We're all friends here. We're all family. Yeah, it's all good. Alex Bregman is going over two bases against Michael Kopech. We got Milwaukee and Corbin Burns to cover up the Royals with cheese. And then the Giants, F5 over Arizona. And Josh Jung, two bases against Oakland. And that will do it. Fastest show in MLB, absolutely anywhere. From Big Johnny. I was at FTN from the very beginning. Really proud to see where you guys have taken it. You know, like, when we were there, it was just starting. We didn't know where it was going to go. And now, we'll get aside. You guys are a legit gold standard in betting, in fantasy, and in different sports. So, also a bunch of my friends there. So, you know, you guys are killing it. You're killing it. I appreciate you. Dude, man, that was so great. You know, if uh, we ever end up alone somewhere, we may have to bring <laughs> this band. we may have to bring this band back together. And I know I can speak for everybody here. Any Friday, any Friday that you want. If you have a free Friday, you let me know, and we're going to prioritize you because that was just the best, dude. I love working with you. Close this out, man. Hey, honestly, John, I'm not bullshitting. You're one of my favorite people in the industry, one of the sharpest minds, and just a great dude. I'll make, you know, if I have something on a Friday, I'll clear it, but I definitely want to hop on here with you again, man. Yes, anytime. Legit anytime. Legit anytime. And I think when I start to feel better, uh, we'll we'll even get a little more simpatico with with the volley. I could have been a better host. I normally have a bit more numbers and stuff, but I'm dude. I'm trying not to swallow this furry tennis ball in my. <laughs> it's back. I need the neti pot. It's back. So yeah, the way get we, yourself a neti pot. Oh, and I honestly, do booger jokes. That's what it's become. It's become a booger joke show. You know, that's all we do now. So let's close out my favorite booger joke. Boogers in your nose is okay. Boogers in your eyes when you got to get it taken care of. You know what I'm saying? So that'll do it, everybody. Thanks so much for picking up. We're putting down. From the Twin Towers, Big Boss Man, and The Dream, we really do appreciate you all kidding aside, right? You guys get up in the comments. Let us know we're here to help you. Check out the Algo stuff. Answer my, you know, help me up any single time. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy the pay, everyone. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo. Yeah.